0: Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast, and this is going to be an Avengers Age of Ultron retro review, just ahead of the release of WandaVision. We kind of wanted to go back and take a look at this uh, movie, watched it over the Christmas week, and kind of one of those things of, I I forgot how much I enjoyed this movie. I really, I kind of got to, there's so much packed into it and so much hints as well of the future that you didn't necessarily know about whether or not they they planned it but i got to uh, i was like i i liked it so much i fired up the winter soldier strip and then i realized why am i watching it the wrong order but nevertheless i yeah i really enjoyed watching it again
1: it was fun to see it again especially as you said with the the things that we didn't catch the first time around whether or not marvel actually had them planned out or not is irrelevant they they built on them uh that said i do remember it's it's the weakest of the Avengers movies, um, and actually, it's one of the weaker MCU movies in general. However, a weak MCU movie is still pretty good in most cases, and this one did get better with time.
0: It also, I mean, the amount of obviously the amount of heroes that are involved in it, um, and I I still loved Ultron, James Snyder. Um, I mean, I love him. I've lo- liked him for ages, and um, in the Blacklist, I, I just the way he the way he does stuff. Um, it just I just love Ultron. He's such a. It's the way he talks and stuff. I, there's just something about him. Which I I just think he's fascinating as a villain. I really hope they do bring him back. They got a way of bringing him back. Because it's I mean, so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, talking about bringing him back, I, I would have to say if if I had a, a complaint about the movie, well, I, have, I actually do have several complaints about the movie, but the biggest one I have is like, um, he just magically gets defeated at the end. It's like he's spread out over the entire internet, but uh, it's okay. Vision has literally deus ex machina did and he's not on the internet anymore. He's just like, Huh? What?
0: That, yeah. that, that's not how networks work. Yeah. But No, I, I just I really just like otron as a villain. I just, he just, and it's that kind of thing of, you know, essentially he thinks he's the hero at that point. You know, he's following his programming to think that the cause of all the problems in the world is actually the Avengers, <laughs> rather than and it's like he's trying to get rid of them in order to because humans are, it's just a waste of time. Hum, hum, the Earth is better off without them. <laughs> and and it's that kind of thing, like, you know, from that point of view of how he's looking at it, it does, it does make sense. And um, there's so much, I mean, there's so things of, you know, they go to Wakanda, you know, they're setting that all up in advance and claws. I mean, it's a shame they didn't do more with him. But, you know, you look back now and it's, it's so intergrained with everything that we've seen.
1: Yeah. Well, claws certainly yeah. one of them. We, we have the uh, Wanda story building up, vision getting created. We have. Uh, I think Hulk
0: even look, seen them you know even, sorry, just which, even just at the point where she looks at him mm. you know at a certain just point, for a moment like, you know just a little and just it just lingers just enough just to set the set it up you know things like that are very very well done
1: and then we also have set up for things like Hulk disappearing at yeah. the end of the movie and and uh, uh of course this would lead into civil war uh mm. down the road things like that and I guess while these are all really cool it does mean that the movie never really felt like its own movie a lot of it is setting up for future stuff and we knew that at the time we didn't know how much but we, we knew that several of the pieces Oh, that he's going off to do planet hulk um, we're setting up wanda vision over here uh, not the show the yeah. pairing of the two characters Uh you know thor they obviously were setting up ragnarok although it didn't quite tie in with what ragnarok ended up being but you can mm. see they were playing around with that civil war was getting set up so it felt like there were large sections of the movie which weren't
0: really for the movie yeah which was distracting at times yeah i think it's again look at with hindsight you look back on it and go you know at the time it was all just hints and you're all like oh where's that going of course now you're looking back and go, oh well it really was setting you know it was a if, you, if it was a, a if you were looking at it as like one big epic movie this was very much the right we're just setting everything up for future you know it was a middle mid mid-season finale kind of thing of like we're setting rebooting a little bit um, well, I just, it's, I just, v-
1: yeah it's very much middle of the trilogy syndrome um counting Infinity War and Endgame yeah. as a single
0: entity obviously mm. but also I one of the things I was really enjoying about this one was the idea of kind of like you know, you think of that, that that movie. We had War Machine. You know, we had Falcon. We had um, Winter Soldier. We had, you know, or not Winter Soldier, but we had Vision. You know, Wonder. And it's like, how many of them are getting Disney Plus series this year? It's like this kind of feels like that point of like, right, we're taking nearly half the cast and giving them their own series to to give them more stuff because they aren't big enough characters on their own. I think that's what I really enjoyed about this one. Going, like, you know, we're going to see so much more of these characters that we've really not seen so much of because, you know, so many else, so many other characters got the got the excitement level up.
1: Yeah, there was definitely that sense too. Like you get to the end of the movie and they've got the new Avengers lineup with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, War Machine and, and uh, Scarlet Witch and so on. And you're like, oh, it's it's a new generation. But even with the movies that moved forward with that, they yeah, really yeah. still felt like secondary characters. Like. Even in Ant-Man, you've got a, a, a quick appearance by Falcon because he's guarding the the base for a little bit. And you, you feel like, uh, yeah, but he's still the second stringer. He's not Captain America. He's not Iron Man. He's, he's Falcon. And then you, you get on to, to other movies and they still end up being the side characters yeah. to the main characters of Captain America, Iron Man. Even Black Panther kind of jumped over yeah. the top of several of them.
0: Yeah, no, it was kind of, it's just kind of nice looking forward, oh, we're going to get a lot more, we're kind of going to get their follow-up, because um, they were all they were important, you know, Vision was such an important character in this movie, you know, he, he was created in the way, I mean, I love the fact that like, they the set up the whole hammer thing, you know, that, you know, like, you know, he picks it up and hands it on something, you know, the instant they all recognise that he has to be good, for it has to be a mate because they they aren't even that good you know that and they instantly they, they set that up and it, perfectly
1: well uh, speaking of the hammer of course uh captain america yeah doing the hammer bit i love that when you watch the movie by itself you're just like oh it's a one-off joke huh? he, yeah. he was able to to wiggle the hammer a little bit yeah and then of course it pays off at the end of end game with yeah. that great scene and uh I don't know if that was intentional. I, I could suspect that one was intentional. They always knew that at some point he was going to get it, um, and maybe not. I don't yeah, know. Maybe not. I don't but know. I, I, I feel like they did. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, I liked how they took that one little thing. It's it's a it's a one off joke. Yeah. Uh, in in Age of Ultron, literally only a couple of seconds, and it turns into this great scene over an end game. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it's a. I mean, I always felt at this this Age of Ultron. It was one of those things. It was a. It, he kind of got, I say, got slammed on a little bit at the time for being a little maybe having too much in it. I can see how that worked out. Too many characters, too much going on. Um, it's just a shame they killed off Quicksilver because I still think he would have been such a. I'm really hoping One Division brings him back and the original actor because I'd love to see him actually kind of you know do a little <laughs> bit more with it. It would be weird to see him now. Um I saw that
1: actor in uh, Tenet this past yeah. week. Actually, he he's in there and he looks completely different. Like. Yeah a completely different body frame everything it would be very strange to see him show up which isn't to say i don't want him to just saying uh, it's gonna be a a bit of a change there um but yeah it's i remember when it came out and he had this combination of the clear sense that it was it was more important for it to set up other points than to have its own point yeah Ultron was kind of weak as a villain. I like Ultron quite a bit, and I felt it was he, he was kind of wasted on this movie. Mm. I would have liked him to have had more. Uh, and, and continue with Spader. I thought his voice was a, a little bit weird, but it, I do like Ultron a lot. Anyway, the other point being... Um, it had to live up to the expectations of the original Avengers, which mm. of course broke box office records. It was huge. And everyone was like, this is the greatest thing of all time, or at least the greatest thing of 2012. And it was not the Avengers. It was a setup for civil war and infinity yeah. war
0: and black Panther and all this stuff. Yeah. Cause I it always kind of feels like kind of civil war became the, like, the proper second Avengers movie. Avengers, you know, it's like, You look at like, we've had four Avengers movie and Age of Ultron kind of slides into that. Like, yeah, that's the weakest of the four, but also you chuck like Civil War into it. And also like every Marvel movie is becoming more and more bigger with more and more characters overflowing. You know, when the Avengers movie first came out, it was so special seeing them even just together in the same scene. And then you look at how many people are in that, you know, the barroom scene, you know, like this is like, you know, it's still, you look back at it, you know, we've got so used to this now. You know, they can, Marvel can do this all the time, all day long, just randomly drop characters in and out of their movies in their series. And we don't think, it was like, at the time, it was still such an impressive thing.
1: That's true. Um, with the exception of the Avengers itself, by this point, we weren't really getting those crossovers between characters. I mean, like the biggest one that I can think of was Captain America showing up in Thor and it wasn't even Captain America. It was Loki pretending to be uh, Captain America. It really wasn't until after Age of Ultron that we started to get the major crossover Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, You know, Civil War being like the benchmark up until Infinity War and Endgame, but even things like uh, Ant-Man yeah. where we're with falcon showing up that, that they're like oh we got falcon for like yeah. a minute and a half and that that was great and now it's I mean,
0: like yeah you wouldn't even notice mm-hmm. i mean but also i like mean for ragnarok you know we had so many de- in, you know we had strange and hulk and four and everyone together but i just feel like age of ultron i kind of watched it i was like that's a good movie i did i got to the end of it I thought, like, yeah that, i really enjoyed watching it again and that was you know sometimes when you, you know you go back and watch these things it's like no, no i watched that one i'm so ready for One Division. just kind of just like really helped set that up for me i was just going yeah i've really it reminded me of who they are where they've where they've come from but also of because vision really kind of didn't never really got a lot of attention you know like one or two scenes of him in infinity war but we really didn't see much more of him really
1: yeah see that's the thing is when we when he dies or is killed in, in infinity war it's not quite as impactful because his his character arc never comes through. He's in this movie, he's in Civil War, but even in Civil War, his biggest scene isn't even really about him. It's about him accidentally uh, shooting a war machine as they're running away. And it's like, uh, he doesn't have a character arc yet. And WandaVision is, hopefully, uh, it should, kind of retroactively give us a reason to care for him dying at the end of Infinity War and not coming back in Endgame.
0: Or he's back. He's back full time.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm assuming yeah. that by the end of this, uh, the end of Wandavision, he will have returned to the universe in some form. Yeah. Maybe not the form we know him in, but maybe in some form. Uh, then again, maybe of, not. Uh, yeah.
0: There's a lot of a lot of talk of it being the first season, even on the trailer that dropped um, yesterday. Um, you know, they, they refer to it as the first season. Which is always like okay, maybe not. It's not a one-off, um, which is always a good thing. But yeah, I really enjoyed Age of Ultron. Watching it again, um, yeah, I. It's that hard thing. I'm like yeah, when you rank them, it's not so high up. But I can't. I really enjoyed it. You know, it's just a, it's a real fun movie.
1: It's got some good fight scenes in it. It's got some good action scenes. Uh, it's got a lot of it's good character thing. moments. You know, them them hanging out at the top of Avengers Tower uh, before Ultron really mm-hmm. starts breaking out, and them just kind of being people yeah it's a really good sequence i think in order to really appreciate it you do have to strip away the expectations Mm -hmm. that came with it being the sequel to avengers i think that's easier now yeah that we've seen what's come you know we've got infinity war we've got Endgame, we've got civil war so we can see everything that came out of age of ultron and you don't have to have the expectation that you're getting um avengers redux Mm -hmm. And you get to appreciate all those little threads and, and yeah, you, you get to know, oh, yeah, something did come of this. And and uh, and if you, you're like, oh, yeah, uh, Thor's going nuts. What's going on with Thor? You can pop in Thor Ragnarok immediately after or something like that. Yeah. So it, it aged really well. Uh, but I also still remember that kind of general disappointment that was felt when we first saw it. And we're like, well, it's... Not what we wanted for an
0: Avengers sequel, but yeah, it has gotten better with time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We recommend watching it again. Um, or if I mean, yeah, if you're a Marvel fan, you're just going to go for it. But yeah, really enjoyed this one. The perfect setup for One Division. So if you're going to be watching something before One Division, this is probably a good way of kind of jumping into that one, and maybe then you could kind of maybe jump into Civil War afterwards, to kind of lead up to it. But Nevertheless, let me know in the comments below what you think of Avengers Age of Ultron. Get a huge thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and YouTube as well for your support. As remember, they get access to these episodes a little bit earlier than anybody else. And on that guy, guys, thank you very much for watching. See you guys soon. Bye, Chris. Later.